throughout uh, Scripture, both the Hebrew and Christian uh, testaments, the old and the new, there are always role models or people who are outstanding in holiness that are given to us for our admiration, for our emulation, and for our um, building of our own holiness, the, the development of our own character in Christ and in, in God. Uh, and today, uh, we, we don't stray far from that with John the Baptist. Another uh, that Jesus says, no one born of a woman is greater than he. Yesterday, we celebrated the uh, Immaculate Conception where we remembered Mary and her own uh, chosenness that God, from the very beginning of her own conception, had chosen Mary to be this worthy vessel. And, and since have we uh, admire her, we, we um, ask for her intercession, we look at her as a prime example of the first disciple, one who knows how to bring us light, one who brings us peace, one who brings us the author of our salvation, Jesus Christ. Today we light the... Uh, second candle of Advent, often called the candle of peace or the Bethlehem candle. Uh, and I think of, as we light that candle, of the places of our world that, that seek peace, the places of our world that are just looking for uh, comfort, and the places of our own lives, in our hearts, in our minds, our spirit, where we could use uh, the peace that passes all understanding, the peace that only God can give to us. We join our brothers and sisters in uh, the Jewish tradition as they celebrate their second day of Hanukkah. Of all people this year who are looking for peace, I imagine it would be they. Uh, and we ask the Lord to, be peace, to bring that peace uh, to our whole world, to every place where there's distress, where there's hatred, where there's indifference. But as we celebrated yesterday the Immaculate Conception, I was, and if you were here for the uh, 9 o'clock or the 7 o'clock last night, you heard my story. At, at the 7 a.m., I had a host, and I held it up after I'd consecrated it, and I held it up in the air, and I could see this giant crack that was invisible to my eye when I put it on the, on the patent, but when I held it up to the light, it just, the light just burst through. And when I took that host at the end of, of Mass at, the, at the, the Lamb of God and I started to fraction it, it just fell into smaller pieces. Now, to the eye, that, to, it, it looked perfect. And I said in my homily from 9 and last night that sometimes people see us in the same way. They look at us and they think we're, that everything's fine. They have no idea what's troubling us, what's bothering us, what's, what's eating away at us and taking us away from being at true peace, a peace that, that allows us to, to cope and to function and to interact with others. They don't always see that. But as I looked at that host, and as I thought more about that host after the 7 o'clock Mass, I thought, but with the light of Christ, with the light of Christ, we come to that fullness, we, we're healed we become whole. Even though that host was imperfect, it became perfect when it became the body of Christ. And I think for us too, the more Christian we become, the more Christ-like we become, the more the light of Christ shines through us, the more the light of Christ invites others to follow. So 
We ask for that peace. We ask for um, that calmness that, that comes on that silent night in the little town of Bethlehem. The other person we have here is John the Baptist. And I think John the Baptist, if we compare ourselves with him, although we can't be him, we can't be totally as he is, each of us uniquely made, but think about what his job was. It's his call, his purpose, his mission was no different than ours. No different. Nor was Mary's. Nor was Mary's. Mary getting this marvelous gift, this immaculate conception, this being able to be conceived without original sin, the, the honor, the, the, the privilege of being the mother of God, the mother of Jesus, the wife of Joseph, the mother of all mankind, all womankind. John the Baptist and, 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 and we and Mary all have a similar things. We're all called to be messengers. We're all called to proclaim Christ, the coming of the Messiah. We all have been chosen. I choose you, the Lord says, that God says, I choose you before you were even born. I knew you. I carve you in the palm of my hand. I choose you. You did not choose me. I called you to be my people. We're all asked to bring good news. How do we bring that? Well, first off, through our faithfulness to our mission. We've been sent. We've been called. The Mass has ended. Go. Go in peace. Go and live the gospel. Go and, and proclaim the Lord with your lives. Go. Go out there and be that shining light. Be that, that, that candle of peace for others. Be faithful to your mission. It's what God calls us all to do. They also lived what they preached. We're often called to do that, aren't we? We spoke of that a few weeks ago in a homily that we, we have to match what's happening on the inside also must happen on the outside, or what's happening, what we're portraying on the outside has to come from what's happening inside. That we, can't, we have to be truly, as um, the Oxford Dictionary uh, calls it, authentic. Uh, that's the new word, by the way. This year's Oxford Dictionary Word of the Year is authentic. And I used it before they did, so... Someone was listening to the podcast. Uh, but, but you think about, you know, we're called to, to be simple in the way we live our lives. What's Christ always reminding us? Christ is always reminding us if we want to be truly at peace, don't worry about the things of this world. Don't amass, don't accumulate for yourselves what could be here today and gone tomorrow. Don't build large barns and silos to store things that will be taken from you in an instant. Job had it all and it was taken away, but he never lost his faith. We're called always to detach ourselves from the unnecessary cares and worries of this world. We're called not to be trapped into this world and, and its social expectations to conformity. John certainly didn't do that. Not too many of us are walking around in camel hair today or eating wild honey or locusts. But it was his lifestyle that lent cred credibility to his preaching. He was authentic. He was genuine. We are called to be authentic. We are called to be genuine. Model disciples, authentic Christian, practicing what we preach, professing what we believe. 
And what do we do with all that? Well, as we enter this second week, of, a week of peace, we bring that peace to others. Isaiah says, comfort, bring comfort to my people. Speak tenderly to them. All of us are, are, are so um, in need of knowing that there's peace around us. We're so confused and, 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 and divided and unsure and uncertain. We want to know that there's someone in our life that, that knows how we feel. We want to, to know that there's a God who still looks upon us with favor and chooses us and gifts us and blesses us. And Isaiah says, go out there and, and, and proclaim that comfort to others. Speak to someone else who is troubled. Bring them the peace that God gives to you. Share it. Speak tenderly into a world that loves to use divisive verbiage. And let someone know that they've been loved, they've been forgiven, they've been redeemed. So are we really doing those things? Are we preparing for this coming of the Lord in glory? Are we coming with, you know, doing the will of, of all the saints throughout the ages, helping others to prepare the way of the Lord? Are we really living lives that reveal the glory of God? Are we crying out in the desert for others to make straight the highway, to make, take away all those obstacles that keep us from being one with God and others? Crying out that the glory of God will be revealed to all of us? In, the, in this uh, gospel today, they use the word, the beginning, this phrase, the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. We are that beginning. The beginning starts with the grace of God within us calling out in our desert time, in our time of turmoil, inviting us to that high mountain to be a herald of glad tidings, inviting us to be the heralds of good news without fear, crying out to the cities of Judah and the cities of Mechanicsburg and all over Cumberland County and this diocese of Harrisburg, that our Lord is with us. We are the beginning. We are the messengers sent to prepare the way.